Running is not meant to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's meant to bring us joy, clarity, and confidence. That's why I'm on a mission to teach you how I keep running simple and help you find your inner grit. Let's put an end to the idea that running is just one more weight loss strategy, because the truth is, running can actually be your ticket to a happier, more fulfilled life. By the way, this misconception that running is only meant for certain people, that the ability to run is something you either have or you don't, well, this just isn't true. Running has nothing to do with ability and everything to do with confidence. So follow me while I show you how to run your happy life. to the Run Your Happy Life podcast. It's Tina and I am very excited to share this podcast episode with you. Um, I'm also super excited because this Sunday we are kicking off our spring five-day free Make Me a Runner challenge and it starts on Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for those who have signed up um, to join the challenge and this is kind of the tryout, you know, what you can do to try out our program format and see if this is something that you would be interested in pursuing or just come hang out with us for five days and let us turn you into a runner with the very beginning steps. There is zero physical fitness required to start, zero experience necessary, tons of motivation, lots of going live throughout the week, private Facebook group, only three required workouts per week, and there might be a bonus week tucked in there for those who do complete all three workouts, and it's just gonna be so much fun. So if you've ever wondered if running is for you or if it's something that you think you might be able to do, you definitely wanna join us on Sunday and let us show you how running can be your thing. So if you wanna sign up for that, you're going to want to go to www.tinarepa.com dot com forward slash run and click on the spring challenge waitlist add your name and your email and I will be reaching out to you with an invite to the group and a little more information to get you started so I hope to see you guys there we already have a little team that's getting ready to go and a hype squad that is getting ready to cheer them on so make sure that you think about it and check us out if you're interested so Today's episode is about one topic that I'm very passionate about, which is weight loss and how and where it belongs when it comes to running. And personally, you guys already know this if you follow me or you listen to me talk, I, I strongly feel that weight loss has no place in running and that it's a very quick and easy way to kill your running goals. So I'm sharing with you a Wednesday Live that I did in my Facebook group that ended up getting a lot of rave reviews from runners, but also others who happen to tune in on Wednesdays because they are public lives on Wednesday nights. So I'm talking to my runners, but anybody from who is on my Facebook page is welcome to join, join in on the conversation or just tune in to watch and listen. And I've had a lot of people reach out to me who aren't even part of our teams, but who said that it was very impactful to them and it really meant a lot for them to hear it. So I wanted to share that with you all on the podcast if you didn't get a chance to listen to it on the live. And also because I know sometimes listening to a podcast is a little bit easier while you're doing other things, multitasking. So hopefully you can put your headphones in and take a listen because this is a good one. I hope it inspires you 
to throw your scales away and to start running. So I hope you guys enjoy and I hope to see you all on Sunday. Let's do this because this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. Mostly, hey Jeff, mostly this is my favorite thing to talk about because I struggled with it so, so much. Especially you guys know already that weight loss is the reason that I started running. That's why I started running 15 years ago. Wanted to lose weight and I wanted to get in shape and I wanted to do it quickly. I didn't want to do, I wasn't necessarily worried about doing anything the healthy way. And I thought that running would do it. And I think this is probably how a lot of people get into running, to be honest, is weight loss. And it's kind of sad, but it's definitely worth the conversation because it doesn't work, you guys. I mean, honestly, I started this whole process hoping that I could lose weight quickly because I was coming from a place of hating myself, right? Of not liking myself, of not liking my body, of not liking the way that I looked and I wanted to fix it and I wanted to fix it quickly and I'm sure many of you can relate to that. It's weird. It's almost like it's almost like this panic that would come over me. You know, like I will say, so this is kind of how it works for me and I could be wrong and you guys might want to refer me to some sort of psychiatric services after this or you might say, I totally get it. This is how I feel. But it's kind of like you get on the scale or you start paying attention to yourself, right? Like you can go when you're in a place of not caring about yourself and not loving yourself and not being kind to yourself. And when you're in this state, you almost can go to this place where you can block it out, right? Like it happens a lot, I think, to people, you can relate to this most around Christmas time. Like everybody says at Christmas time, like, Basically, you know, like the calories don't count and what you eat doesn't matter and you just don't like you don't put the pressure on yourself, but almost to a point, at least this is the cycle that I would go through to where you like you literally refuse to think about it, right? You refuse to think about how anything impacts your body, whether it's you refuse to think about how not exercising is is not is affecting your body or you refuse to think about how the food you're eating is affecting your body you just literally push it out and don't think about it and then it's almost like you hit this place of numbness where it's just like you're going through life and you don't think about it you're unaware you know maybe hints here or there pop up of like oh that doesn't feel good i'm not comfortable this doesn't fit but you kind of like push it out and you just keep going on and you stop you stop thinking about it you don't let yourself be in that awareness and then what happens, at least for me, when I would get into, get wanted to get out of those moments, right? Like something would happen and I would be like, okay, I've got to do something. And then I would start trying. I would call it trying, right? Like this is how I started running. Like, okay, I'm going to try to do better now because I'm done avoiding it. I'm done not thinking about it. And then you start to pay attention, right? And then it's like you open your eyes and you you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, how did I get to this point? And it usually happened 
for me by stepping on a scale, right? Like, so finally I was going to pay attention. Finally, I was going to let myself be aware of, you know, what, where I was, you know, like on this, this scale of like losing and gaining weight. And so you start paying attention and then you start working towards it. Like you, whether you started working out or you start eating a little bit better. And then as soon as you start paying attention and you start trying, right? Like you want these results. Like I want this to happen. I have already been eating healthy for a week. Like why is this not happening? And anyway, you start to try to do better and instantly when you start to try to do better, you start paying attention. And then for me, I would get into this panic mode of like, oh crap, like what have I done? I have just dug myself a hole. Like how am I gonna get out of it? How am I going to you know, do better? You know, my pants don't fit. None of my clothes fit. Summer is coming. Here I am. And then like it's, it's complete panic. And so at that point, what I would do this is, again, this is how I got into running. It's this panic point of like, okay, I've got to go to an extreme because I, I can't, like, I'm not happy with myself. I have to hurry up and fix it. And so I would hurry up and do fix all of the things. Like, okay, I'm going to work out five days a week. I'm going to not eat any sugar. I'm going to make sure that I eat healthy food. And then, honestly, for me, it would maybe last, I would be lucky if I got about four days in before it was a total crash. Like it was a total crash, it was a total hate fest. It's, you know, this isn't working, I hate myself, this is not good. Miserable, right? Absolutely miserable. And all of the workouts that I was doing and all of the running I was doing was all focused on losing weight. And so my, you know, if I wasn't able to outrun what I ate, sometimes I wouldn't even run because I was never going to be able to outrun or, or to work off the cheesecake that I ate, right? Because I would know how many calories it was. Why? Because I was paying attention. I was hyper-focused now because I was going to fix it all. So all of a sudden I'm paying attention to the calories going in and I'm paying attention to what I'm eating and then I, I'm relating that to running and then I realize how many miles I'd have to run to burn that off and so what did I do? I just quit. I, I couldn't do it. I was I would I would just completely quit. I would either not go for a run or I would just go off the deep end, right? And I would go and binge and, you know, dig myself back into a hole. And it was just constant, like this constant, like up, down, up, down, miserable. And it, it always came from a place of not liking myself, of not being happy with myself, of not being happy of my choices, of, you know, punishing myself, like truly, going off of the deep end to punish myself because I was so mad at what I had been doing and not paying attention to. And so it was years of this, you guys. So this is how I started running. And luckily I ended up falling in love with running along the way. And I started to realize that running could be more than just about weight loss, but there was always that part inside of me that would always still be thinking, right? Still be calculating. And even though I was getting super excited for my goals, there was always a part of me that was still back there wondering like, okay, but am I losing weight because of this? Okay, like I wonder how many calories that burned. Always, like for years this happened to me, up, down, up, down, right? And then, so what would I do? Like when I thought that I should have lost weight because, you know, well, I had been eating healthy this week and I went on this long run and I would get on the scale then all of a sudden, like, my world would be like, oh, that, you know, I would be so cranky for probably days because I realized it didn't work. Like, I never took anything else into consideration. Anytime I got on the scale, it was never what I wanted it to be. Never, like, ever in my life. And I would just, again, go back into the state of wanting to punish myself. And, 
Yeah, and and um, Kelly's adding to this. We beat ourselves up badly back in the day about eating and calorie counting because Kelly and I did it together. Like it was it was something that we always kind of fixated on. And I've shown you guys my journal before. Back when I was running, we were running some amazing miles, and I remember running a I'll never forget this a twenty mile race. I'm sorry, a 20-mile training run. And the next day, I did my very first triathlon, like the day after a 20-mile training run, which is incredible. It's incredible. Like, I would die to be able to do that right now. So I did my first triathlon, and it was was an amazing experience. And as soon as I finished, I focused on, or when the pictures came back, I should say, I was focusing on how much I disliked the pictures because I felt like, I, I felt so overweight. I felt so like ashamed of the way that my body looked. It was so sad. And I don't know. It's almost like it probably, I would say, about maybe eight or nine years ago. And honestly, it probably had a lot to do with having kids because your body just becomes something different. It just, you, you, you come to appreciate it in different ways. And of course, you start to see yourself differently as a parent. That's probably what kind of shook me out of it. But I look back in that journal now and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe what I was doing to myself, how I was beating myself up. I was miserable. And I never recognized the amazing things that I was doing. I never recognized what my body had just done. Like, it was incredible. And truth be told, you guys, I have gone through this, these ups and downs so many times over the years. So again, I probably, it's been about eight years since I've been in that place. But I have run all of the things in between, right? Like I have run 5Ks, I have stopped running completely, I have run ultra marathons, and the whole time, guess what? My weight went up, my weight went down, some of my heavier weights or higher weights were when I was running um, ultra marathons, and like, it honestly, like, all of those things happen, it, none of it really mattered in the end anyway. Like, there was such a consistent average of, like, where I am and where I felt comfortable, where my body kind of just naturally is. Like, I feel like I always find it, I always get back to that place, but... What a gift to stop living in that place because that place is absolutely miserable. And so the reason I bring this up is because this comes up for runners who start this group every time because I I honestly have to say, and I get it, but I think that there's always a part of, of, of runners who start this, me included. You guys remember, I'm telling you, this is why I started. There's always a part of, runners who start this who hope that this will be the answer to weight loss right like that for that that running is going to be the ticket to losing weight and so like you know by the end of the program i'm gonna you know i'm gonna drop 10 pounds by the time i'm done or whatever the goal is whatever it is it's always in there somewhere like it's always it's always down in there and so what happens is we start this program we're doing our three days a week and we're making some huge gains huge gains physically emotionally and mentally but then there comes a point where some runners will start to hop on the scale and say like, okay, well, I've been working out. I feel good. I've been showing up three days a week. And there's like this disappointment of like, wait a minute, this was supposed to work. This, I was supposed to lose weight because of this. And why isn't this working? And then all of a sudden there's like this plummet of like, oh, here I am again. Here's my weight. This isn't where I want to be. And it, it kind of like takes you out of that beautiful place of look what I'm doing and then puts you down in this negative place of, yeah, but look at my weight. I, honest to God, I cannot remember, I cannot remember ever, and I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but I cannot remember ever stepping on a scale ever in my life 
and being like, yes, like, yay, okay. And then it lasting more than, you know, two hours because the next day it always changes. Like nothing good ever comes from getting on a scale. And truth be told, we usually have a feeling anyway of of where we are, right? Of like what our body is doing. Like we already have this feeling. And to me, like uh, having a scale or getting on a scale, nothing good ever comes of it. So I highly recommend getting rid of it. And I know that sounds very cliche, but it can take me from up here when I'm feeling so good about what I'm accomplishing and I'm feeling good about my body, I'm feeling healthy, my heart is in such great shape, and then I can get on there and be like, like, oh gosh, like it does not do anything good for us. So I just want to read um, from the reflections that we sent. One of the runners had shared um, this little feedback about the question, how was your week other than running? You guys know I asked you that. And I want to share this because I bet you all can relate to this to some degree, as can I. I just want to share it. And this is kind of what sparked this whole conversation. So the question was, how was your week other than running? And the response was, it was long and emotionally draining. It was okay. I'm feeling pretty down on myself weight-wise. And even though I'm not at all doing this program for weight loss and I keep shoving it in the back of my mind, I kind of thought maybe this scale would trend down a little with how hard I feel like I'm working. At one point it was even higher than I started and there's no way I feel like I'm adding enough muscle to do that. I keep reminding myself that I can measure success by how much farther I can run than before and how it takes and how it takes longer for me to get winded, but it still made me feel down on myself. And I can totally relate. And I bet those of you who are here listening to this right now are putting your hand in the air and saying, yep, me too, I've been there. And I have to say to this person, you're not the first one to say this to me, even from this group. There have been people who have messaged me and said that, you know, like, oh, I got on the scale today and I didn't, I didn't feel good. But what, so, so, okay. So here's my question to you. I told you guys I would have some, some reflection questions on this. And one of them is, what were you hoping that that scale would do for you? Like, what were you searching for when you got on the scale? So from what I'm hearing and what I often hear is that we've got this feeling like I feel so good. I've come so far. I know that I'm working harder. I'm pushing farther. I feel better. I feel healthier. Like that feeling is already there. So what is what are you seeking to find by stepping on that scale? Like what feeling are you hoping to get? Because to me, the feeling that you already have before that, that's the gold. The feeling that you have before stepping on there, like that was already there. Like you felt that. And the reason the scale was so disappointing is because you felt up here with where you were with your progress, which you should be because you have been working so hard and then you stepped on the scale and suddenly you're down here. And so I'm wondering like what was it that you were seeking and you don't have to type the answer, but just think about that. Like, what was I hoping to get from that? Because I was already up here. And allow that to be the question before you ever decide next time, why are you stepping on this scale? Like, what, what are you hoping to get out of that? And do you already have it, right? Do you already have it? Do you already feel good about what you're doing? And if you do, then what is the point? Because this is the thing. And this is the magic in all of it. This is the magic in all of it. This is so true. I heard this years ago, and the first time I ever heard it was on Oprah. I know that sounds funny, but I honestly, this is the first time I heard it was on Oprah, and I remember, I remember hearing this, and it will always stick with me, is that one positive word, one positive word to yourself has the power of a thousand negative words. And what that means is, 
whenever you bring yourself down, right, which is what's happening when we're stepping on the scale, whenever you come down, being in that place and the thing, the way that you're feeling in that place, you will never have enough love for yourself to do good things for your body from that place. Let's all face it. When you're in that place, most of us, what we do is we want to put our head in the sand and go eat something that's going to make us feel better, right? Eat something that we're not supposed to have and it, it doesn't put you in a good place and it actually, actually probably brings about a lot of shame and resentment and frustration when we're down there. Where if we could stop looking at that and really lean into how we're feeling from the progress that we're making and the strength that we're getting, when you can talk yourself up and say, like, I am doing really freaking well, and you put yourself in the mindset of, okay, so I'm not gonna get on the scale, but guess what, I'm really proud of myself because I ran this far this week. I feel so much less winded. I know my lungs are stronger. I know my heart is stronger. I know I am healthier from what I am doing. And if you put yourself in that place and don't take the time to get on that scale and drop yourself down, I promise you, you will treat yourself better. And when you treat yourself with compassion and encouragement and pride by saying, look what I did, inevitably, you will think more about what you put in your body. You will. Am I saying that you will diet? No. Dieting sucks. And dieting doesn't work. Dieting works for a short period of time, but everybody resents it, and then you fall off the wagon anyway. So the key really is about learning to like yourself enough to want to put better things in it when you can. To like yourself enough to say, I feel really good when I eat this versus that, so I'm going to put that in my body because it feels good. And you want to allow yourself to feel good. When you're in that place of trying to punish yourself and calorie cut and trying to have a deficit and push yourself too hard, you're not coming from a place of love. You're coming from a place of punishment. And when you start punishing yourself by doing that, it doesn't make you want to treat yourself well. And how do we treat ourselves well? We treat ourselves well when we put better things in our body. Bottom line is, you guys know this, nobody came here today, nobody's listening to this, hoping that I'll give you the magic secret of how to lose weight. There is no secret, everybody knows it. Do any of the things, torture yourself in any of the ways, and you can lose weight, right? Cut your calories, cut your carbs, cut your sugar, cut your fat, whatever it is you pick it, you know that there will be results from changing whatever you put into your body. But here's the thing, if you come at it trying to restrict yourself and trying to punish yourself and trying to think of like, how am I gonna fix myself? I have to hurry up and fix myself because I'm broken, because I have cellulite or I wear a size 12 or because I don't know, whatever it is, I have to hurry up and fix myself. You are instantly in the mindset of punishing. How can I punish myself for letting me get to this point? And then what? You don't wanna treat yourself well. You don't wanna do good things for your body. So why don't we stop thinking about that? And naturally, you will want to do better things because you are proud of yourself and you are liking yourself and you feel so good about where you are and you're proud that you've shown up for yourself. And then once you allow yourself to be in that place long enough, then you know what? Adding a smoothie in after dinner instead of having cookies won't feel like such a big deal because it's, it's actually just treating yourself well and it makes you feel good. Or have your cookies and wake up in the morning and instead of having French toast, you have eggs. Whatever it is because you just feel good and you feel like treating yourself well that day, right? Like, and that's where we want to be. And so ultimately, so, you know, to come back to where I am and to share a little bit with you, this is something that took me a long time to realize. 
And so at this point in my life, I kind of, I get my body. I know how it works. And I'm not a skinny person. I'm not, I probably will never be because I like to eat. Could I probably cut things out and because of the way that I work out, drop, you know, an immense amount of pounds? Probably, but I don't really want to. That doesn't sound fun to me. I'm not interested in that. Like, that's just not where I am. I want to be somewhere where I feel good about myself and I feel healthy and I can do the things that I want to do. That's just where I am. And so for me, every winter, I probably gain about, I would say, 10 pounds. It happens to me every winter. I know my body. It was probably about nine or 10 years ago when I started realizing I had a coworker who said to me like, oh man, I put on my winter 10. Like, you know, this happens to me every winter. And then in the summer, naturally for me, because I feel better, the sun is shining. I am, you know, not just not choosing comfort food as much. I'm not dieting. I'm not restricting. I just naturally feel better. And I just, I like, I don't know. I, I like to eat fruit, things like that. So naturally in the summertime, my body loses a little bit of weight. Again, I don't try to lose weight and I'm not going to be a skinny person because I'm not, uh, that's just not where I am. But here's the thing. So, so coming back to all of this and why I preach all of the time that running cannot be about weight loss because you know what would have happened if this was about weight loss for me? I would have quit. I had to discover that running for me was so much more than that. I had to appreciate the strength in my legs. I had to appreciate the consistency with showing up. I had to appreciate the mental clarity. I had to appreciate the lung capacity. I go to the doctor and every time, Mike always gets so jealous of me because I get rave reviews of the doctor every time I go. They take my blood pressure, my oxygen levels, they are always off the chart. They are amazing because I run because I run and I have to appreciate that. That's what it has to be about. I'm a healthier person. I will live longer. I will feel better because I run and I do it because it's fun. I enjoy it. It is not a punishment. If you make it a punishment, I quit. I'm done. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna show up. So here's the thing. Why do I say from the beginning of this program that this cannot be about weight loss? I say that this can't be about weight loss because here's what has to happen. You have to make in our case, you have to make running a part of your life because it's enjoyable. You have to make it a habit that you want to keep showing up for. You have to make it a sport that gets you excited to reach new goals. And eventually, and probably very soon for our newest runners, but definitely for those of you who have been with me, this has already become habitual. This has already become a need of yours, right? You find yourself seeking that emotional release from going on a good run in the sunshine. You find yourself seeking the need to allow yourself to feel free and to take a break from the day by going for a run. So once that's established, once we establish that completely separate from any type of body goals or health goals that we have as far as eating is concerned, we want to establish that and appreciate that for what it is. So whenever we decide to whatever we're gonna do, you know, whatever we wanna try to eat or take better care of ourselves and the things that we put into our body, we have to already be at a solid foundation of this is what I need and this brings me so much. So whenever Christmas does roll around and you decide to indulge in cookies or your birthday and you're having cake and all the things or you go on vacation, it this is not this is a non-negotiable for you because you're showing up for all of the reasons other than just weight loss. This is not a punishment. This is a reward. This is a gift to yourself. And then once that happens, what happened to me will happen to you. This is in my life regardless. 
This is a part of my life regardless. And naturally, and I hate talking about it related to weight loss, but naturally it does help me keep more of an easy balance with maintaining my weight or where I'm comfortable. It just happens because I enjoy running and it's something that I show up for every single week because I love it and it's at a very doable place for me. And so that helps me with whatever I decide to do with putting in my body, whether I decide I'm going to have my, you know, my winter weight or whatever I'm going to do, this is a non-negotiable. And because of that, I do just establish more control. So we're not going to go into this and we're not going to get five, six, seven, eight weeks into this and then look and say, okay, I'm ready. Did it work? Because it's not the goal. And so we're going to put, we're going to table all of that. And we're going to see if we can instead turn this into our habitual way of life to the point where we crave this, right? We want to find a place where we want to show up so badly that we feel like if we can't get our run in, we're not going to be able to function. If we can't show up for a run, then we don't know how we're going to be able to deal with whatever the day is throwing at us. Like that is goal number one. Once we establish that and we realize like, okay, now I know I need this and this is sticking with me no matter what. If you want to go and you want to play and you want to try to do some things to make yourself feel better, then have at it. I highly discourage you from trying to diet because it's just going to be torture anyway and it might start creeping into the, I wonder how many calories I burned with running and that is no fun, no fun for anyone and I promise that's not going to make you want to keep showing up. So let's focus on has this become a habit yet? And once this becomes that habit and that need and something you want and that gift you give to yourself, you will start treating yourself better because you will feel better. You will smile more. You will start to put things in your body that make you feel better on a run. You will feel so good after a run and you're going to have some good sweats this summer. You're going to come home and want to replenish with water and maybe make yourself a smoothie because you feel so good about what you did. And once you start to love your body because you're treating it with respect and you're showing up for it and all of the things when it comes to running, then you'll just naturally want to do things to help it. Now, I will say we are all coming out of the winter comfort zone. All of us are. So so what does everybody in the world think about their bodies right now, right? The weather starts to warm up and we all start to go, oh crap, I have to put shorts on soon. Oh God, it's going to be warmer and I'm going to have to put a bathing suit on. What am I going to do? You're going to get a spray tan. You're going to go for a run and you're going to celebrate your body, you guys. You're going to eat some fruit, have a smoothie, drink some water and be so freaking proud of yourselves for how you have shown up all winter and what you have created for yourself. And it will keep coming and it will keep building and you will keep feeling good about yourself. And the better you feel, the more compassion you have for yourself, the more you love yourself, the better you will treat yourself. And then the better your choices will be. Because I'm telling you, if you guys are 100% honest with why the times when you really get into that negative place, that's when you don't treat your body well and that's when you really start to put probably more things that are not good for your body into it. So we're going to dig ourselves out of that hole. And how do we do that? By not getting on the scale and making this about weight because that's not what it is. That is not what it is. That is not what it is. If that wants to be, if, if you want to focus on something like that down the road, you know, by just... I don't, I don't know. I don't think I would do it, period. But if you do decide, it's got to be separate from this and it's got to be down the road once you've established that this is something you do for yourself to love yourself. Yes, Izzy, eat the bagel. And Kelly, I said spray tan. I don't know. It always makes me feel better, right? Because everybody jokes about, oh my gosh, it's so pasty. I have to put, you know, I have to put shorts on or whatever. Like, oh, who cares? And let's be honest. Actually, I'm going to share this with you because 
let's really, if we're really honest, we're really honest with each other right now. Like people do not look at each other. People do not judge each other the way that we judge ourselves. It doesn't happen. You would never look at me. You would never look at each other on our team and say like, why would you wear that? Or what are you putting on? Like nobody cares as much as we think they do. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what number is on your scale. Nobody cares. Ugh. I want to read something to you. And, and I, I, I put this up here because I told you this happens all the time. And this is coming from a coffee and coaching session that I had with my OG crew, the ones who went through this with me the first time. We called it coffee and coaching. And one of the sessions, because of the reflections, all of the coaching was about comparing yourself to others, to not allowing yourself to be who you are, to looking at your body and not appreciating it. And so in this coaching call, one of the quotes was, which you guys have heard before, I know it, but that comparison is the thief of joy. It is true. Comparison is the thief of joy. That is comparing yourself to others or comparing yourself to your to yourself, maybe to your former self or whatever it is. It will steal your joy. It will steal your joy. And so what happened is I shared in the coaching call some of the pictures that I had and some of the things that I wrote in my journal. You guys know I've had this journal and I've shown it to you before. Um, and I can try to get to the pictures. Here's my triathlon pictures. This is kind of embarrassing, but here are my triathlon pictures, you guys. This is the day that I ran. There's Mike. Where is he? There's Mike. This is the day that I ran 20 miles, and then I came back and I did the triathlon. And I won't even show you what I wrote about, my, I wrote about myself because it was mean. What I was saying to myself was very unkind right here behind my fingers. Um, but I had all these pictures in there. Um, and while I should have been celebrating what a badass I was for doing that, I was looking at myself and judging myself so harshly for the way that I looked and it's very sad. And so we looked at some of those pictures in the coaching call and I read something that my daughter at the time, she was in first grade, it was the, an assignment that she had to do and it's called the best part of me. And I'm just gonna read it. So she has a picture of, this is gonna make me cry because it makes me cry every time I read it, but she has a picture of her legs right? And she got to pick, like, what body part is your favorite and why? And so she asked her teacher to take a picture of her legs. And so, and I, it makes me extra emotional because I've given myself such a hard time about my legs. Like, it's always been like, you know, we always have the places a part of our body that we've picked apart, and that, for me, is one of them. And, and so in her assignment, her best part of her was her legs. And so what she wrote is, oh, gosh, I might not be able to read this. She said, I love my legs because I get to swing from my gymnastics bar. Also, they help me to do flips on my gymnastics bar. Third, my legs help me to run fast in the races that I run. My legs are so awesome. And she has a picture of her little legs on there. And I'm crying because, can you believe what we do to ourselves, you guys? Honest to God, can you believe what we do to ourselves? Like, this little girl doesn't care about what her legs look like. Did you hear what she just said about herself? My my legs, I love them because they are awesome and all of the things she, she can do with them. And so if we really take a second to think about what our legs have done for us over these past couple of months for some of us or the past couple of weeks for those who have just started or in general, like if we think about what our legs have freaking done, what we have asked them to do for us, what they have shown up and done for us, like don't they deserve that? Don't they deserve that appreciation 
for what they've just done? Don't they deserve that for those hills that they've climbed? And for showing up and for the burn and they just keep coming back and we keep going further? Like, don't they deserve that? Why do we not give that to them? Why? Why do we take from them and say, you should be this, you should be that? Because they're doing exactly what we've asked them to do and that's what we should appreciate them for. So just like we would say to our kids, just like we would say to the young people of the world, like stop worrying about this stuff. Do what makes you feel good. Show up for yourself and love yourself. Because that's what we would want them to do. That's what we would want our kids and the youth of the world to do is show up do what makes you feel good. Do what makes you happy. And if you decide that that means you're going to eat something healthier, to treat your body well, to say thank you for doing something, then that's what you do. But let's stop showing up and punishing ourselves with things that should be a gift to ourselves. And let's stop showing up and saying, we should be this, we should be that. I should look like this, I should look like that. Like, come on. Like, Let's appreciate what we are able to do right now because at least me speaking to my runners who have been with me, whether you've been here and you're on week, I don't even know what you guys are on at this point, two, five, six, seven, on week seven for my newest runners. And those of you who are on probably month seven, eight, nine, like let's think about where we started and let's think about what our lungs have done. Let's think about what our, what our heart is doing right now. Let's think about what our legs have done for us. My triceps were sore. I haven't lifted weights in forever, but they must have helped me on my 14-mile run this weekend, and they should get respect for that, and I should not be worrying about them hanging out in my shirt. They should get respect for that because they obviously helped me get to where I was going. And what a relief. What a gift. And I can't tell you how good it feels to be gone from that place. Does it come back? Of course. I wouldn't be human if it didn't. Does it come back when I'm looking at pictures or my pants are so tight? Of course, but here's the thing, guys. I now know that I'm established in my healthy workout routine. It is a part of me, it is my identity, it is who I am. So what I can do now is I can choose to put healthier things in my body and because of that, I will get to a place where my clothes feel a little bit better I'm not going to step on that damn scale, but I feel better in my clothes and it will take time. I'm going to do it just the way I introduced you to running. I'm going to do it a little bit at a time. I'm going to add a smoothie here, a smoothie there, and I'm not going to torture myself and I'm not going to cut something out of my life to punish myself. I'm going to stick to my habits. I'm going to keep up with what I'm doing because it is part of me and I'm just going to make different choices until I feel really good. But I have to tell you, I am, I will, I'm not going to be that person who is going to diet or cut something out to the point where, like I have to get to a certain size. No, I just want my clothes to fit better and I wanna feel better in them. And that's it. And that's what I'm going to do. So my message to you is just let yourself build up this foundation of loving what you're doing for your body. And then if you decide, I wanna feel better in my clothes, I'm gonna choose something healthy. And do it by adding some good things to your body and good things to your day to reward yourself for what you've done. Don't do it by trying to starve yourself or punish yourself because that sucks and that's no fun for anybody. Oh, I feel like that was a workout. I'm so passionate about this. I'm so passionate about this. I wish I should just have a journaling workshop where I just sit and read to you guys some of the terrible things that I used to say about myself and then how, you know, where I am now in comparison to then and what a relief it is to be out of that place. What a relief it is to be out of that place. 
And for the sake of my own kids, I won't go back to that place. I don't talk like that. I don't, I don't surround myself with that. And you know what they say, whatever you say to yourself every day will be. Whatever it is that you say to yourself every day will be. It will be. So if you spend time saying to yourself that you need to lose weight, if you if you say if spend time saying to yourself, I need to go on a diet or my legs look like this, my arms look like that, or you know, whatever it is, if you say all that, that will be true. But if you don't waste your time and energy and breath on that, instead you say to yourself, like, look what I can do, look what my body is capable of, look at my family, look at my life, look at my skills, look at my strength. If you say all that, that will be true also. So allow your energy to be spent being kind to yourself. And I'll tell you what, it was when I had kids, I swore I'm never gonna do that. They will never hear me walk around and say, I look fat. I pr they will never hear me say that because I will not. And I, and I bet that had a, a huge part in helping me with my mindset shift also because I don't say stuff like that. I will not. They will not catch me in a mirror pinching myself. They will not catch me in a mirror, you know, seeing if I, you know, have muscles, whatever. They're not going to catch me reflecting on what my body looks like. They will catch me checking out how far I can go. They will catch me lifting weights. They will catch me telling them how strong I've gotten or how far I can go. They'll catch me doing that all day long, but I do not want them to ever be in that place that I was in for so long. And I refuse to make it about what my body looks like. And I think, I think that that is the true gift. And that probably is a gift that they've given me and don't even know it because I don't say that stuff anymore. It's not going to come out of my mouth. Mike and I refuse. Mike doesn't either. Like it just doesn't come out of our mouth. And so I hope that that is never something that they look at. I'm sure that they will. I'm not, I'm realistic. I'm sure that society will somehow make them feel self-conscious about something. But I want them to always come back to, but look what my body can do. And I hope to God, I wish I could just bottle the way that they feel about their bodies right now. And we're just all going to try to channel that because that's the, that is, it's just so beautiful. And we deserve that too. So we're grown ups. So what? We deserve that too. And that's what, that's what our, that's what we owe to ourselves. That's what we owe to ourselves. So put on your damn shorts, put on your damn bathing suit, go get a spray tan, Kelly. <laughs> she was laughing at me saying, get a spray tan. It's just something I do, it makes me feel better. Um, and just go, just go have fun. And goodness gracious, we're gonna be in shorts running this summer. Like it or not, we will sweat enough so it lubes up our bodies so we don't chafe because we'll talk about that when the time comes. We'll talk about how once you get sweaty enough, it's okay, everything glides and you won't be chafing. And who cares because you are going to be a freaking runner. And you're gonna be talking about all the things that you'll be doing. And don't worry, because we're gonna get there and I can't wait. It's already starting to warm up. Okay, you guys, on that note, I'm going to put those sweet kids to bed. I hope that you feel a little inspired or at least motivated to just stop thinking about weight and to allow yourself to appreciate what you're able to do. I can see all of the comments coming in and I'm gonna go back and read every single one of them. Thank you for hanging out with me and thank you for being amazing and thank you for all of these questions because you, the more you tell me that the things that you're struggling with, thank you for opening up, the more that I can do my best to help you get to a place where you are starting to love yourself because that's our ultimate goal, isn't it? Is we need to get to a place to love ourselves. Oh, I love you guys too. You're amazing and I'm gonna go read some posts and read some comments and I'll see you guys later. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye guys. Thanks for listening guys. Remember, if you heard something that resonated with you or something you think someone else needs to hear, make sure you share this episode. 
You can carry on the conversation by joining the Run Your Happy Life Facebook group or by following me on Instagram at runwithtinareppa. Send me a DM and let me know what you'd like to hear more about. I'm on a mission to turn non-runners into runners and doubters into believers. So if this is you, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, go get uncomfortable and chase that sunshine. <laughs>